Thank you for joining True North Podcast with Pastor Snyder. If you have any questions, please email him at Welcome to True North Podcast, where we search for True North. When you find direction, simple truths of God's Word, you will find your way to blessing and favor. This podcast was brought to you by friends and supporters of Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas. Now let's join Pastor Snyder as we find a new direction and a new dimension in our relationship with God. Alright, alright everybody, we're back, we're back from COVID. I am so excited to be back with you for True North Podcast. This is awesome. We're going to be talking about challenges and goals being the last day of 2020. And so it's going to be a great time. Got a lot of good stuff. Uh, I see some comments already coming in. I am feeling so much better. Got my voice back working on getting my my uh, fatigue gone and my strength back, but uh, we're excited. We're excited. Today is December the 31st, 2020, and uh, it's going to be a great, great, great time coming up here shortly. Uh, it, it's just good stuff. We're getting ready to put True North Podcast on steroids next year, like next week. Uh, we're going to a in-person actual Bible study on Thursday nights at uh, Solid Rock Church, and True North Podcast is going to be a live production on Wednesday nights, and it'll be pure podcast, and that'll be a pure Bible study on Thursday nights. So you'll have two opportunities to get some word in throughout the week, plus Gatekeepers Women's Bible Study on Tuesday night. It's just uh, going to be a great year coming up in 2021. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Let's get this started. It's, uh, again, the last day of 2020, and so many people are uh, saying, man, I can't wait to get rid of 2020. Uh, It's been a challenging, challenging, challenging year. Uh, I do want to say before we dive in to what we're going to talk about to all of our solid rockers out there, uh, this Sunday is a special Sunday. It is our Vision Sunday. Uh, We're going to be casting vision. We've got testimonies lined up. We've got some great stuff lined up. We will be in person at church. Uh, My doctor, uh, our doctor, my wife and I, a week or two ago, whenever it was, we went for our checkup. I asked him specifically beyond the shadow of a doubt, I need to know if we are or are not contagious. And he assured me that we are both not contagious. We are far enough away from the COVID uh, situation. Our immune system is winning. Therefore, we are not contagious. So don't be scared of me or my wife. So anyway, we will be back. We're going to start January the 3rd in 2021 with Vision Sunday. Uh, the next Sunday, we're, or in fact, actually, we're going to launch into on Monday, 21 Days of Fire, which will be January the 4th with 21 Day Daniel Fast. I'm telling you, Solid Rockers, it's going to be a wonderful year and so many great things that are ahead of us. So be sure and be there. Uh, If you are still apprehensive about being uh, in service, uh, in church, I would understand, okay? I just want you to know that. I, I I want you there beyond the shadow of a doubt. I want you there. However, I don't want you to feel pressured and... Uh, be uncomfortable with that. We will be online. However, again, the Bible speaks very clearly of uh, fellowship, the importance of good fellowship with fellow or with people of like precious faith. So we want to um, we want to encourage you to be there. 
Again, it's going to be a wonderful time and a great start for a great year in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So again, everybody jump on here and uh, I see our numbers are jumping on Facebook uh, Live and of course YouTube YouTube live stream is going right now. And uh, let's get into this. Challenges and goals. Uh, we want to cap off this year and to say that we have been challenged this year is a serious understatement. This has been unbelievably challenged with uh, the COVID uh, situation, and now there's a mutated strain that took place or that developed in England, and now we have found out it is in the U.S. Uh, it is my understanding uh, that it is uh, Dennis Kiefer just joined us on our Facebook live feed. It is so good to see you. My, 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 God bless you, brother and sister Kiefer. These are phenomenal folks, beautiful, uh, incredibly awesome Christian people out of San Jose, California at East Valley Pentecostal Church. Thank you for joining us, brother Kiefer. I'm honored uh, tonight. But anyway, the COVID situation, it is highly contagious. That's the mutation of the strain of COVID. However, they say that you're not going to get any more sick uh, than what you already are. But anyway, dealing with the COVID situation, the job losses uh, uh, due to the COVID or the pandemic, and, and of course, need need I say the election thing, the whole election mess, uh, the lockdowns, and all of that. It's just been it's been a it's been a stupid, crazy year. And so again. Um, uh, we, you know, so many people are saying, I can't wait till 2020 gets gets over with, like something magically is going to happen at midnight tonight, and we wake up tomorrow morning and there's no more COVID and no more pandemic and everybody's got their jobs back and, and the money's flowing and everything's fine. I don't think it's going to happen just like that, okay? But we are looking to a new year and a much better year. So again, that's uh, that's where we are. We're we're just challenged on every side, and so let's talk about challenges. Let's talk about the purpose of it. You know, sometimes we sit back and we don't really uh, understand the why. Why is this pandemic going on? Why did I have to lose my job? Uh, why why the the whole election process? And and I'm not even going to touch that with a ten foot pole. Because uh, there's so many different opinions out there. I've got mine, you've got yours, and, and all is well. However, it's a mess, and, and it's the news media is full of it. And, and of course, that's not to mention that's not to mention your individual challenges. You know, I'm just talking about the obvious with the COVID, the job losses, the election, and, and everything that has to do with these lockdowns and the pandemic. But you have. Uh, situations that you're dealing with, perhaps that nobody even knows about. And so again, challenges or church term, biblical term, uh, trials. You know, there's trials in our life. If you're listening to this podcast and you are a spirit-filled Christian, you'll understand about trials. And so we, we have them what what exactly is a challenge? You know, I I know when when I say that word, you're probably thinking or or that phrase of what is a challenge. You're thinking of somebody challenging you to a race or challenging you to uh, some kind of competition. True, that that is exactly what it is. But also, what is the true meaning of a challenge? Now, again, if you've been around me any time at all, or or been at Solid Rock in the uh, and and heard me teach, I always go to Brother Webster uh, when we're looking at a subject like this and say, okay, what does Webster say about this? And tonight we're going to look no different. We're going to look at challenge and what does Webster say about challenge? It is a call or summons to engage in any contest of a skill or a strength. Again, that's obvious. That's common. Something that by its nature or character serves as a call to battle, contest, uh, a special effort. So again, it's by the nature uh, or character, it serves as a calling, you know, and, and now that kind of puts a little different flavor 
on the word challenge when we when we're challenged or we have a challenge perhaps we are looking at a call to battle you know there's something that has to be taken care of uh, this is a challenge we need to eliminate this or we need to get this straightened up in our lives or in our society and so there is a challenge that's serving as a call to battle or a contest or some kind of special effort all right uh, again as an example of that meaning is space exploration offers a challenge to humankind uh, again a call to fight as a battle or a duel uh, a demand to explain, to justify. Uh, again, a ch- and again, an example to use that in meaning is a challenge to the treasurer to itemized expenditures. So again, we have a challenge, perhaps uh, a demand to explain something, a demand to uh, justify. We have to justify our actions or justify why we did something that, and that could be a challenge. So again, it's also a difficulty in a job or an undertaking that is stimulating to one engaged in it. So when somebody challenges you in your job, and I will tell you number one thing for this 58-year-old in 2020, I uh, I have been challenged to learn so many new things, the virtual space. Uh, when I work with Dallas College, you know, we've got to set up this process virtually and working with IT and all of this stuff. At, the, at our church, at Solid Rock, you know, we had to go virtual. So we had to spend some money and upgrade, buy pieces of equipment, get it online so that people, and we're even getting ready to do an up, another upgrade. At True North Podcast, learning all about this podcasting stuff and what how it works and, and all of that. And so, again, there there's challenges then in difficulties that brings about us to force us, and here's the good thing, the challenge can force us to get out of our box, out of our norm, and explore new things, learn new things. In our relationship with God, when we are challenged with something, it's going to cause us to pray more, fast more, read our Bible more, study something out to get the real deal on a situation in our life. So, Here's some questions that I want to pose to you tonight in the podcast. One is, what have you been through this year? Maybe this is a time, <coughs> excuse me, of reflecting in 2020, what have you been through? And again, not I'm, I'm not just talking about the obvious, the COVID, the job loss, the elections, and the pandemic, the lockdown, and all of that brings there. But what personal stuff have you been through this year? Here's another question that I want you to reflect on tonight is, how has it affected you? In the challenges that you have faced this year in 2020, how has it affected you? Has it it taken you down? Uh, Has it almost or maybe has destroyed you? Uh, Or has it done what it's really intended to do, and that is build you up? make you stronger, wiser, closer to God, closer to family, uh, learn something new, uh, understand something uh, better, bring a, a depth to your life. Okay, how has it affected you? Number three is, did you gain from it? Did you learn or became stronger. Just a little, a little attachment there. Maybe a hitchhike on question number two of how it affected you. But again. Uh, did you gain from that challenge? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to share with you tonight that a challenge is intended for you to gain, not lose. Even though you may lose something materialistic, something that perhaps is dear to you, you may even lose somebody uh, through death. Death, um, not, not hard of hearing, but lose them. Uh, again, It is intended for you to gain, gain something richer, deeper, stronger, wiser in your life. Challenges always challenge us to do better and to gain. So in our reflection of 2020, tonight on New Year's Eve, as we are going through this, uh, did it defeat us or knock us down? 
or did it lift us up and make us stronger, wiser, and closer to God? I'm telling you what, friend, this whole COVID thing that we have been through, and of course, if if you're close to me, if you are a member of Solid Rock Church, you know, I had a bit of a, a, a difficult time with this COVID. Uh, it hit kind of hard, put me in the hospital, and, uh, you know, high fevers and all of that stuff. But even through all of that sickness, it actually drew me closer to God. It gave me some real quiet time to get some praying done, and God has spoke some tremendous things into my heart and mind uh, for our church, for me personally, uh, for our family. Uh, I've been able to reflect on my life and get some things perhaps changed. I've, I have readjusted my priority list, and uh, so it's been good. Again, challenges are what is intended to make us better, all right? Now, let's dive in, and we're going to dive in rather deeply into Scripture. And what exactly does the Bible, or I like to call it the real book of virtues, uh, what, what does it say about challenges? Would you believe there are more Scriptures supporting challenges or trials in our life. They support us. Now, you'll find out here. And again, get ready. We're going to pop them in the, if you're if you're watching or listening on Facebook Live, we're going to pop this into the comment section so you can have a, uh, a list of those. Uh, here we go. James chapter 2 and verse 1 through 4. James chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. The Bible says, My brethren, count it all joy, when you fall into various trials. Now, how in the world are we supposed to do that? Count it all joy? Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know, uh, feels like half dead, laying in a COVID unit at, at uh, a medical city and count it all joy? Sure. Verse 3 says, knowing knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Again, hear the word of the Lord tonight in challenges or trials in our life. So, yeah, we need to count it all joy because not the fact that we're going through a challenge or a trial, that we are losing this or losing that. However, in the end, when we get done with this, we're going to gain. That's, again, the design, the purpose of God's design or the purpose of trials and challenges in our life. He designed it that knowing the testing of your faith is going to produce patience, and patience have its perfect work that ye may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Let's move on. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse number eight. Second Corinthians chapter four and verse number eight. Actually, verse eight and nine. The Bible says we are hard pressed on every side. All right, it can get tough. It can it can get crazy, it can get even ridiculous. Okay, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. That's what the Bible is telling us. Oh, and trials or challenges come our way. It feels like we're being crushed. It feels like we're perplexed. It feels like that we're being persecuted, but we are not struck down. We are not destroyed. We are not forsaken, and definitely we're not crushed. You know, um, again, I, I, I apologize for the personal reference. I don't like to talk about me. I like to talk about you. I like to talk about what you're going through and help you. However, I know me, and we're on a podcast, and I and you can't really talk to me right now. Uh, maybe a phone line call-in uh, opportunity. Well, it is coming soon. I don't know how soon, uh, but a little later in the in the podcast, I'll tell you about what's happening with True North Podcast. Anyway, uh, so again, we're not destroyed. I, I've been through some things and some pretty heavy things. 
uh, to the point that I just thought, oh my Lord, come on, Jesus, take me out of here right now. I don't want to take, I don't want to take this anymore, nor do I think I can, I can take it. But what actually happened is one situation that I went through that was, it was awful. It was terrible. However, when I got through this and a year later, I was somewhere in the North American continent preaching for a pastor and his church that have known me for a long time. And several came to me and said, man, what has happened to you? Your anointing is so much deeper. Your preaching has changed drastically. That's because of the trial. The challenge that I went through actually built me up. Again, that's why we go through these things. You need to understand this as we reflect over 2020. All right? Now, here's something that we need to realize that will help you deal with whatever you're facing and getting ready to face. Okay? This is one of my favorite scriptures one of my favorite scriptures that always spends, uh, or when I say it, when I quote it, when I meditate upon it, it always hits me. And that is 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. I'm going to break it down for you. And the Bible says, no temptation, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. This is New King James Version. There is nothing that has come into your life that is not common to man. In other words, folks, sometimes our mind runs away with us when we're going through a tough challenge. Sometimes we realize, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of feeling sorry for ourselves, and, and it's understandable. We all do it. Uh, don't be, there's no shame in that. We kind of feel sorry for ourselves, but we need to understand. And, and sometimes our mind even goes as far as, God, why are you punishing me? Why are you putting this on me and nobody else? Not, not, not true. Get your mind straight. Get your mind anointed of the, of the Lord, because what we need to understand is anything and everything you have gone through or are going through or you're getting ready to go through, it's common to man. There's millions of other people that are going through or have gone through the same thing you're going through even right now. So understand that, receive that in the name of the Lord. The verses go on to say, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted above that wit or what you are able. So when you think, I can't take this no more, why in the world have I got to carry this load? God has confidence in you. The challenge that he has put upon you, the trial that he has put in you right now, he has full confidence and faith in you that you can handle this or he would have never allowed that to come your way. So whatever God allows to come into your life in a challenge or a trial, understand God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted above that you are able. Now the verse goes on to say, but with the temptation also make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. So again, folks, you're at your breaking point. You're just like, I cannot take this no more. Look for the escape hatch because God's word says he will make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. In other words, folks, God is not going to destroy you. God does not intend to crush you. He intends to build you up and to make you stronger and wiser and closer to him. Philippians chapter 4 and verse number 13, the Bible says, I can, oh, if I was in church right now, I'd have you shout back at me, say I can. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So again, folks, whatever trial you've got in your life right now, whatever challenge you're facing, you can do it because you can do it through him that strengthens you. So here's something else that we need to really grasp a hold of and put it in your mind. Understand, most of your challenges don't belong to you. They belong to God. Let him fight it. Now, I said most of the challenges. 
I didn't say every challenge that you have doesn't belong to you. Some of them do because some of them we make dumb decisions and we do dumb things and we bring junk on us, okay? So, again, we've got to realize that most of our challenges don't belong to us. We try to take ownership of this and we're going to do this, we're going to solve this, we're going to figure this out. We've got to understand that God has allowed this thing to come into your life for a purpose, but we also need to surrender it back up to him and say, Lord, this is your battle. David walked out into the valley of the Philistines to fight Goliath, okay? God put him in that valley, and therefore he said the battle is the Lord's, and today I'm going to take your head off. I wonder what would happen if we'd look at our challenges and say, look, God brought this into my life, therefore, I'm go- the battle is the Lord's. And today, I'm, in other words, you got, you've got participation. David participated in the victory as, as he slung that lo- uh, rock in his slingshot and it hit Goliath. But yet God gave him the strength to, to put that rock out in air and hit him right between the eyes. It was David that threw the or pulled the sword and cut his head off. But God gave him the strength to pull a sword, probably weighed more than David did himself. So again, understand this, that we've got to realize, let him fight the battle. Now, let's talk a little bit more about what is purpose. Purpose of challenges and trials in our life. Romans chapter uh, 5, verses 3, 4, and 5, the Bible says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Tribulation produces perseverance, okay? Now, let me me give you, again, we're going to go back to Brother Webster, and find out what perseverance means in that verse of Scripture. Steady, persistent in the course of action. Are you hearing me? Again, not o- the, uh, let me read verse 3. Not only that, but we also glory in tribulations knowing, in your mind, knowing, not feel in your heart, know in your mind that tribulation, trial, uh, challenge, produces perseverance, meaning steady, persistent in the course of action, a purpose, a state, etc., especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Theologically, uh, perseverance is continuance in a state of grace to the end leading to eternal salvation. Now, verse 4, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. And verse 5, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in the hearts by the Holy Spirit who has given to us. All right? So again, folks, do not negate the challenges in your life. Don't try to get under them, over them, around them. Uh, you got to go through them. They are there to build you up and to make you strong, amen, to make you strong and build character, integrity in you, all right? So again, challenges that we face, and again, we don't like it, we don't, we don't, we don't want it, but we've got it. Okay, and again, we here's here's the problem. Here's where we kind of uh, detour uh, the wrong direction, and that is that we begrudge it. That when a trial hits, uh, a challenge comes. Oh God, I don't want to face this. I don't want to deal with this, and, and we do everything possible to try to get around it, over it, under it, and not face it. And what happens is we think we've gotten by. We think, oh, whew, I got I got rid of that. And then lo and behold, here it comes back around again. Because God has a purpose in the challenge that he brings to you. 
Yes, we're locked down. Yes, we're working from home remotely. Yes, we're limited. We've got to wear these face masks all the time and, and all of that. And, and, and God forbid, you know, we get hit with COVID itself and the sickness and, and your mind plays tricks on you and all of that stuff. But we get through it because we're stronger and we're wiser and we're closer to God. And anything that comes your way, God is going to take care of you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We'll be right back. Welcome. Whoops. Welcome to True North Podcast, where we search... Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Snyder with MSC Marcus Snyder Connect. We are a marketing and media agency here in the DFW area. We offer social media management, photography, videography, graphics and design, and web design. You can contact us at 972-999-4104 or marcus at snyderconnect.com. Remember, your life... Our business, your success. Well, I am a little out of practice on the control panel. I mean, it's only been six weeks since we've done a podcast because of uh, of the COVID. Uh, before we dive into the next half uh, of what we're talking about, and that is actually goals, uh, I, I told you earlier when we opened the podcast that True North is being put on steroids uh, we have just, I think, just about covered every major platform of podcast platforms where people go there, SoundCloud and uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, um, uh, I, I, my mind's got Spotify. We are on iHeartRadio now, which I am super jazzed about that one. So people can get uh, True North Podcast just about anywhere they listen, at least the major platforms there. We're also developed a website for True North, truenorthdfw.org, truenorthdfw.org. And uh, there is going to be show notes, in other words, podcast notes. What we talk about tonight, there will be a, a synopsis of that in written form on the website. It also has a live player. So basically, and we're testing it tonight. And I don't. I told I told my wife. I said, "Don't tell me if it's working or not. I don't want to know. It'll derail my thoughts." But we're testing it tonight. We should be broadcasting live at TrueNorthDFW.org, so people can go straight to the website and go there. We are moving from Thursday night to Wednesday night. Uh, where Wednesday night's going to be True North Podcast Night. That's when we'll do the program. We will not be on Facebook Live, but we'll be at truenorth.dfw.org and any major platform that you get uh, podcasts from. So you can go there, subscribe, download the episodes, listen to it uh, whenever you want to or whenever you can on your way to work, on your way home from work, etc., etc. Major move, a lot of good things. We're also... Uh, opening uh, True North Podcast up to subscription-based memberships. Anybody and everybody will get access to the podcast for free. That's not a problem. Uh, but we're also putting together packages like early release on the podcast, uh, uh, bonus bonus um, uh, sessions. Uh, we're also MAM, uh, M, what do they call it, AMAs. Uh, monthly AMA, that's Ask Me Anything sessions on Google Meet. We'll be scheduling it. If you are a subscriber, and again, just stay close to the uh, to the uh, my social media platforms because uh, that's going to be coming out next week. You can go in there for as little as $5 a month and get some access. We, we have the VIP at $50, but it's broken down 5 I think 10 and then 20 and then it jumps to 50 And there's added benefits to different packages, and therefore it brings in a little income for True North so that we can support all this and get the gospel out to more and more people. So again, True North Podcast is on steroids. Uh, it's moving to Wednesday night at 7.30. Uh, it has the True North uh, dfw.org website, which a live player is there. And again, a lot of other information and good stuff there. Uh, they just put it in the feed here on Facebook. And so uh, Thursday night now, 
the live or the Bible study that we're going back to because we have so many people that have to work on Sundays and can't be in church on Sunday. They can be there on, on Thursday night for a Bible study. And we've got a lot of our regular folks said, Pastor, when are we going to go back to a midweek Bible study and do this instead of the Facebook Live? We will be broadcasting Facebook Live from the church on Thursday night for all of those that have to work over and can't be there in the building. However, as pastor, I want to encourage you to be there in the building and be there in person for the fellowship and the teaching. So again, folks, uh, that's a little bit of what's happening with our podcast. I'm very excited about what God is opening up to us. We're going to be doing a lot more marketing uh, because we want to reach more people with the gospel of Jesus Christ talking about subjects like tonight, challenges, and now we're going to dive into goals and what goals are and how we're going to do that. I'm going to teach you how to set a goal and what proper goals are. So here we go. Let's talk about goals and their purpose. Number one, I'm going to teach you about goal setting. However, we need to look into, again, the Bible about priorities, okay? Uh, and I've got a boatload of scriptures I'm going to be throwing at you. So if you're if you're getting us through Facebook Live, uh, take a look at the column there or the, the comment section. We're putting the scripture references there. So uh, if you're not, then get a pencil and paper out. As soon as I quote it, then you need to uh, you need to hit it. So understand uh, that most challenges. Oops, sorry. There we go. All right, my first scripture. And they've got to put it back in my notes uh, because they are copying and pasting, there it goes, uh, into the feed from my notes. There we go. Psalms chapter 127 and verse number one, we're going to take a look at uh, goals and their priority. The Bible says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. So what exactly is that verse speaking? Unless the Lord builds the house, the labor is in vain who build it. Basically, when we look at goals in our lives, and you know, this is the time of the year. This actually this is my favorite time of the year. I love New Year's. I love New Year's because it's a fresh start, a new year, new goals, vision, all of that stuff. That's why we're going to be talking about we're going to have a great time this coming Sunday at Solid Rock Church. You need to be there. However, uh, unless the Lord builds the house. So what are the priorities in your goals as you begin to lay out goals in your life? And of course, we have these challenges over here that we're dealing with and perhaps some shortcomings and all of that. Maybe some of our goals is I'm going to do better over here so that I can excel over here. But here's the thing that I want to stress to you at right out of the gate in this segment about goals and goal setting is that it has to have a priority <clears throat> and has to have a priority with God. All right. Let's go to Psalms chapter 37 and verse 23. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 23, the Bible says, and again, this is another one of my favorite scriptures, is the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Okay? Now, here's what we got to realize is that everything we do, especially if I am talking to you tonight and you are filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name, and you claim to be a a again, spirit-filled Christian, then we really need to be living our life according to his will and his plan. It's okay for us to set goals, career goals, uh, college goals, things like that, educate ourselves, advance in our, in our career, make as much money as you can. Nothing wrong with that. It's the love of money that's the problem. It's not about making the money that's the problem. So uh, again, we've got to realize that we, unless the Lord builds the house, well, okay, that's through us. That's what we're doing. We're building the house of God. We're building the kingdom of God. Everything we do in life should uh, end with somebody seeing Jesus in us, whether it's career, college, whether it's starting a business, whatever we do in life, our goals should be designed that whatever we do, people can see Jesus in us and we can have an opportunity to witness uh, of the glory of God. So, Again, 
every morning when I am in my time of prayer, one of the main prayers that I give to God is, God, order my steps. Let me go where you need me to go, meet who you need me to meet, be where you want me to be. I need you to order my steps today because whatever I'm pursuing, I want to pursue within you, within your designed plan for my life. All right? So we need to be careful. Again, I really want to stress this. I want you to grab this. And that is we need to be careful and make sure our goals align with his will for our lives. Okay? Let me hit that again. We need to be careful and make sure our goals align with his will in our lives. You can do uh, do anything you set your mind to do. That's that's really there's the challenge. There's the there's the problem. We can do humans can do anything they set their mind to do. The Tower of Babel in the Bible is proof that no matter what we what God says, whatever we set our mind to do, we can accomplish. And again, there is the challenge. There is the problem because we get our headset to go this way and God's wanting us to go this way. You know, they God told the people after they got off the boat with Noah and said, you know, scatter out, uh, re, you know, replenish the earth. And they're like, no, we want to stay right here. And so they built this tower uh, they called the Tower of Babel that reached the heavens, and they did it on their own. They did it in spite of what God wanted them to do for their life until God came down and confused their language, and they, they had to go where they had to go uh, for language barriers. So again, we really need to make sure that our goals and in life are aligning with what God wants us to do. So what you are planning in alignment with what God has designed for your life? That's a question. Are you planning? Uh, in a, in a, is your plan, let me rephrase that. Is your planning in alignment with what God has designed for your life? Maybe that is why you're on a rough road. <clears throat> okay? Perhaps you're having so much trouble in your life that you're out of sync with what God is wanting. Your goals are not aligned with what God has in store for you. Trust me when I say when you're in line with what God has and your goals are matching up to what his purpose is for your life, honey, I'm telling you, you're going to see some phenomenal, phenomenal things. i got to hurry. All right, so let's talk about what the Scripture has to say about goal setting. Number one, in Psalms chapter 20 and verse number four, the Bible says that he may grant you according to your heart's desire. Now, that's a nice thought. God gives us or wants to give us the desires of our heart and fulfill all your purpose. Again, that's why we've got to be in line. Our goals for life has got to be in line with what God wants in our life or how he has designed it. And, of course, that's going to come through prayer and fasting. You've got to pray and fast and seek the face of God and realize, okay, this is what God wants for me. So, again, he will grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. All right, Psalm chapter 37, verses 4 and 5, the Bible says, Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now, again, there's another thought. That's the same thought as in chapter 20 and verse 4 of Psalms, that, that he's going to, he delights in giving us the desires of our heart. But first, verse 5 says, Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Okay, so what are we committing? Our life. What, do, what else? Are we our, our goals, our ambitions, our desires, what we want to accomplish, what we want to become. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he's going to bring it to pass for you. You're going to accomplish what your hearts desire. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse number 6, the Bible says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. I don't know how many times you've probably heard that in church somewhere, but Psalm chapter 3 and verse 6, in all your ways, 
acknowledge him. God, it's your will. I am your person. You know, people at Solid Rock have heard me say this. This is not my church. You're not my people. You're God's people. This is God's church. I'm God's man. I'm God's vessel. It all belongs to God. And yes, I've got goals and ambitions for the church, and you're going to hear about them uh, this coming Sunday at Vision Sunday. You're going to hear what God, I feel like, God has given to me in a direction for Solid Rock Church. And, and as long as we're aligning our goals with what he wants, the Bible says he shall bring it to pass. All right, and again, he shall direct our path. You see, you see the theme in these verses of Scripture as we set our goals according to his will. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 16, every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. Prudent means careful in providing for the future. All right, so again, when you're, when you're writing your goals out, when you're setting goals for this new year, every prudent man acts with knowledge. Understand where we're going. Prepare, okay? Preparation is a word that you need to get familiar with. Prepare, but fools lay open his folly, all right? Verse, uh, chapter 16 and verse 3 of Proverbs. If you notice, I'm, I'm quoting a lot out of, out of Proverbs because Proverbs is what? the book of wisdom, all right? So again, Proverbs 16 and 3, the Bible says, again, commit your works to the Lord. And and I'm, I'm reading this verse out of the Amplified Bible or Amplified Version. Commit your works to the Lord. Submit and trust them to him. Write your goals out. Get them all set up. Put detail to it and then hand it over to God. Here's my goals, God. I'm going to commit these to you. I'm going to submit, and I'm going to trust them to him. All your plans will succeed if you respond to his will and guidance. That's Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 3. So again, the scripture here, ladies and gentlemen, is telling us that as we plan, as we write goals out, as we dream dreams and see visions— it needs to be according to his will and align with what God has for us because if you respond to his will and guidance, he's, you're, you're going to succeed. Everybody wants to succeed. Now, same chapter, chapter 16 of the book of Proverbs. Let's jump down to verse number 9. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. We, uh, we have been in ministry for 40, 40 years, early, early in, in our ministry, um, probably about a year or two in. I had an elder come to me and tell me uh, about the will of God. And he said, you know, Brother Snyder, sometimes you seek and, and pray for the will of God in your life. And you're going down that path, and all of a sudden, you come to a fork in a road. You have a decision to make, this way or that way, to the right or to the left. And you just can't hear from God exactly on which direction to take. What do you do? How do you handle that? And this elder gave me some extreme wisdom that I still remember to this day and practice in my life. He said, pick a path. Because you've been praying and fasting and asking God for his direction. And when you're not hearing him, pick a path. If that's the wrong path, God will lead you to the right path. He'll get you off of that one and put you on the right one. But in other words, he said, just jump. Just make a move. Do something. Don't sit there for the rest of your life trying to decide, does God want me to go here? Does God want me to go there? Go. Do something. Make, make it move. Try. All right? So, again, look, enough of that. All right. So, again, many plans. Uh, Proverbs 19 and 21. Proverbs ni- uh, chapter 19 and verse 21. Many plans are in man's mind. But And this is, again, the, from the Amplified Version. But it is the Lord's purpose for him that will stand or be carried out. 
So again, we can make many plans, but when you are praying and fasting and seeking God for your life, God's going to God's going to prevail. It will be carried out. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse number 5. The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. But those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. So again, the plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty. You want to be blessed? Let's get your plans diligent, specific, pinpoint, laser point. But again, to those who are hasty, surely to poverty. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse number 18, the Bible says, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. Be happy is he who keeps the law. Where there, if I think the, I think that's the one, the King James version. Where there is no vision, the people will perish. All right. So now we've got about ten minutes left in our hour, and I want to, I want to now help you uh, set a goal. How do we set a goal? You know, we, okay, I, I want a degree in computer science. Great. That's, you know, that's a good career. That's uh, uh, pretty stable. You got to do a lot of continuing ed, you know, to keep up with the, with the trends and the changes and the updates and all of that. But let's, let's get a little more specific. All right. Uh, number one, in, in setting goals, you, you really need to decide where you're going. Okay. What is the big picture? Okay, I'm reading a book right now. If actually I'm rereading a book called The One Thing. The One Thing. What is the one thing I want to accomplish? What is the one thing that perhaps I want to be known for? Okay, I, I, when, when they put you in the ground, what is the one thing that they're, everybody's going to say, boy, he, he or she really accomplished this, or they were all about that. Now, when you think about the one thing and you decide on the one thing, there's going to be a lot of little things that's going to uh, help or pour in to the one thing. But you've got to get one goal, all right? Mine is to bring as many people to the gospel to salvation and get them ready for heaven. That is my one thing. All right. I'm a host of, of true North podcast. I'm a pastor of a church. You know, I'm an author where I'm, uh, <laughs> this book has really been, it's going to do some awesome things because it has been so challenging to get out anyway. So I, I'm, I'm doing writing, I'm doing podcasting, I'm preaching, I'm teaching Bible studies, I'm training uh, leaders and all of that. The, all those things pour into the one thing, and that is to bring as many people to God in salvation and get them ready to heaven, all right? We've got a plan for Daughter Works. Uh, satellite churches all over the DFW as we grow the main mother church of Solid Rock. So again, the one thing. Now, as I mentioned and touched on already is you break that down into smaller goals, long-term, short-term. All right, my long-term goal for the church is to build it to three or 400 people. And then from there, we start daughter works or satellite churches all over the DFW instead of one location with, you know, few to whatever thousand of people, we still have few to a thousand or thousands of people involved in solid rock, but at different locations and reaching different areas, communities, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the long term. Now the short term is we've got to build leaders and we've got to uh, we've got to nurture our our young ministers, and we've got to build build saints into solid prayer warriors and workers in the kingdom of God. We've got to uh, amplify our outreach efforts. Those are short term uh, goals that lead up to the long term. So that's that's how you need to design what you want to accomplish, whether in your secular career and definitely in your relationship with God. All right. Now, the next thing is, and this is where we're going to kind of wrap up the hour with, and that is good goals are written goals. Okay, when I started this little segment, I made the statement, well, I, I, want, a, I, want, a, um, I want a degree in computer science, okay? If you don't write that down, you're going to forget it. You know, after a while, it'll fade in your mind. 
But you have to write your goals down. Put ink to the goals, okay? Now, you need to write it down and don't depend on memory, okay? Because, again, other things come in, other interests hit you, and it starts to fade. Now, step number two, not only do we write the goals down, but better goals are written every day. Why in the world would I write the same goals every day? Well, I'll tell you why. Number one, it keeps them fresh on your mind. I want a, I want a degree in computer science. I want, to, I want to win 100 people to the Lord. Okay, when you when you keep that fresh, then it also when you write it every day, then you you are you have the ability to say, okay, today what can I do to accomplish this goal? If you don't write it down every day, then you don't have an opportunity to decide that morning today I'm going to get this done. This short uh, or this step, this goal is not going to be accomplished unless I put this in place. So again, I need to accomplish that. Now, here's step three. Even better goals have expiration dates on them. I want, to, I want a degree in computer science. Okay, I can write that down, and I can write that down every day. But if I don't put an expiration date on the goal, I am going to be 95 years old sitting in a rocking chair still saying or still writing, I want a degree in computer science. So you need to put expiration dates on your goals. In other words, I'm going to win 100 people in 12 months or 15 months. I'm going to teach X amount of Bible studies in this amount of time. Put an expiration date on it. Brother Haney, uh, Pastor Haney that we worked with out in Stockton was uh, tremendous in many ways. He always, when, when we had what we back then we called them Holy Ghost rallies, how many guests we want to have in the, in the house, and he'd say, I want 700 guests in the house. I'd work my tail off trying to get 700 knowing. I don't... <laughs> Okay, I don't want to doubt, but whoo, that's a big goal. I never hit the goal that he set, but what he was doing is he was stretching me. He actually was looking for 500, which we accomplished, okay? So again, that's just a little, a little theory that you need to take a, take a look at. Now, again, I'm almost out of time, so i got to wrap this up. So again, put expiration dates on them and, and, and don't get old, all right? So as we embark on uh, this year, this new year of 2020 or 2021 with its challenges that will come along the way. You know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't think COVID or the pandemic is going to disappear at midnight tonight. We're going to wake up in the morning in 2021 and still be dealing with this, but we have to stretch ourselves. And, and the questions that I want to feel, I want to leave with you tonight in the last couple of minutes, number one, how are you going to handle it? Okay? As we embark on the challenges that we're facing, the goals that we're going to set, how are you going to handle it? Number two, how are we going to accomplish in 2021? What's the plan? What's the goal? What's the plan? Better yet, what are we going, uh, what are we going to do about what we're facing? Or in other words, what are we going to accomplish? What is it? Write it down. Be there. All right? Man, God bless you. I, I, I'm just so excited. I couldn't wait to get with you tonight on this podcast. Again, it's been six weeks since we've been with you because of the COVID situation that we've been through. Thank you. I, I want to close out tonight at, with a humongous thank you to everyone that have uh, text, sent a message through Facebook. My wife was doing a COVID diary as we went through all of this for all of the people that prayed was just overwhelming and the 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 well wishes and the good good thoughts that you were sending to us the encouragement rather that you were sending us was just overwhelming thank you thank you thank you for all of the great people that are out there that love us and support us amen thank you again for all of that uh, we are we are we're out of the woods we got a little bit of a tens to overcome, but we are out of the woods, and we want to thank you for that. God bless you tonight. Thank you for joining us here at True North Podcast. Remember, 
next week. There'll be emails going out. Check your emails, text messages. We're going to be announcing all of this stuff. God bless you. Thank you, Brother Kiefer. I just saw your note on, on Facebook. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you for joining us. God bless. Welcome, Welcome to, to True. Thank, Thank you for, for joining, joining True North, North Podcast with, with Pastor Pat- Snyder. If you have any questions, please email him at pastor at srcdfw.com. Join us on our social media at facebook.com forward slash src Irving or facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash True North Podcast. You can always check out our website at srcdfw.com. We would love for you to be our guest at Salt Rock Church at 118 West Irving Boulevard, Irving, Texas, in downtown Irving. Be blessed of God, and we will see you next time right here on True North Podcast.